Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. It's Michael Tipper, and this is the uh, first end of week episode. So it's been uh, seven days since I started this podcast. And what I want to do is spend a little bit of time just reviewing the last seven days and bringing out the highlights of those seven days and the key lessons for me uh, into one podcast so it's easier to refer to in the future. So the week started with a episode on how I've been putting off my receipts, the management of those receipts, how I'd started the podcast 12 days before and nothing had happened and one of the reasons was because I was sucked into putting off doing the what I perceived the difficult task of sorting out my business receipts and providing the information to my bookkeeper necessary for my end of quarter return. So out of that uh, lesson, or out of that episode came two lessons. The first thing was that one of the reasons why it was such a problem for me is I'd let a routine task build up and build up and build up to the point where it'd become a massive thing in my mind. And so the first lesson was not to let things build up. And that was quite key. However, the second lesson is sometimes we have to do things that we don't like. We have to do things that, uh, and we may not like them, and we may have set ourselves up to do them um, so they're really difficult, like me and my, res- my receipts. But essentially, if you do find yourself having to do something that you hate, there are a number of ways you can do, uh, you can do the task and make it easier for you. And I came up with a few things that I actually applied to do my receipts. First one was chunking it, splitting it down, and it's along the lines of how do you eat an elephant one, step, one bite at a time. The next thing was that I found very useful was um, setting a timer whenever I was going to do a session and doing it in small chunks. And also doing those small chunks when I was at my best, when I was least likely to use getting tired as a, an excuse. Spreading the task out over a couple of days will also work for me. And sometimes it was just a case of, right, let me just get started on doing one small part of it. And by just doing that, got me into the flow. Uh, gamification, which was this thing about setting yourself a timer and seeing how many receipts I could process in that time and trying to beat it next time round. Being mindful of what I was doing and noticing my body position, my breathing, the temperature in the room, um, the, where my, what was happening with my hands, uh, just all sorts of things like that really helped as well. And then in the end, it was just a case of the classic JFDI, just get on and do it. So that was the first episode, first proper episode after the introductory episode. So a lot of lessons there for me. The following day, um, I looked at uh, how do um, how I take the learning from experience from that ex- from that experience. So what are the lessons about putting that task off that I could take? And the first thing was looking at uh, continuous improvement. How do you effectively do continuous improvement? One of the things I've realized in my drive to improve the quality of my productivity is that there's no big single answer I'm just going to suddenly start doing that's going to make a difference in my effectiveness and my efficiency. It's going to be chipping away and adding little steps along the way so I can build up the momentum to develop 
the skills and the techniques and the tools that I'll use to become more effective. It's going to be a gradual improvement. And a way of doing that is through continuous improvement. And I looked at two models which are effectively the same thing but expressed in different ways. The first was review, reflect and revise. There was another one. Uh, I won't bother summarising here because what I've discovered is the review, reflect, revise. It's simple, it's three stages and it's the one that I've most frequently used during the week to, to talk. So um, that's the one I'm going to talk about here. So checking, um, so what I did with my receipts, I reviewed what was going on. I reflected on why it was happening, what could I do differently and then I revised my approach. Very simple model. The other thing that I did with that task that was a challenge for me was ask myself three questions. The first question was what's the real problem here? And this was about really understanding what was the challenge that the receipts had for me and fundamentally it's because I'd let it build up. That's what it was. The next question I can ask myself is what's getting in the way of making this easy for me? And this came down to the fact I kept putting it off and so it kept building up and building up and building up. And then the other question I asked myself is how can I make this quicker, easier and more enjoyable? And those questions, uh, looking at those questions, eventually I came up with the idea of, I say it's, a new, it's not really a new idea, it's the blinding obvious really when you look at it. But when you're in the middle of this, sometimes you don't see these things. But the answer was to set a timer every Friday for half an hour just to process any paper receipts that have built up and any email receipts that need forwarding on to my bookkeeper. And Friday, just gone, I did exactly that and it was a joy to do. Well, I say a joy, I still don't like doing it, but it only took half an hour. So that was that day. Um, day four was a day looking at how I take the continuous improvement model onto my daily activities because up until that point I've been looking at the lessons learned from a task that a big task a big project that I don't really like doing but the ongoing improvement the ongoing review reflect and revise of the things I do on a daily basis is also very important and I shared how I've been doing that and at the end of each day I review my day review what I've planned to do what what I've actually done and I ask myself two questions what worked really well because the power of positive reinforcement of those things is very, very important, very important. And then what would I do to make things even better uh, tomorrow? And those are the questions I continue to ask myself. On the following day after that um, was a day where classically <laughs> I got sidetracked by a task that took infinitely longer than I'd expected. And what came clear out of that for me are a number of things. First of all, I am not good at estimating how long it's going to take something to do. But secondly, a good reason for that is because I just tend to have this high level idea that I must do something. So this particular one, it was all about some investment uh, issues I needed to solve for my, for my uh, personal life. And I just had the word investment. Um, what I needed to have done is actually work out, okay, what do I need to do? I need to go and check this documentation. I need to go identify these particular facts. I need to put together this report. I need to submit it to these people. And that was the process I needed to go through. But by not having that ahead of time, it meant it took, the task took longer and because I underestimated it. Um, so that was that day. Then on uh, Friday, um, I looked at the importance of understanding the difference between the transactional nature of my work and the relation, relational nature of my work. And 
in the morning I had a out of the blue invite to go and have a coffee with someone who I value and respect and who is a, an important friend and colleague from the past and that wasn't in my plan however sometimes the investment you make in the people around you is possibly the most important thing you could do even when you're faced with a huge amount of transactional things that you have to do and so I took that decision and it was a good conversation and I'm glad I did it. I had to do a bit of catching up and adjust my schedule, but I think that was worth it. And then yesterday was all about, um, it was the weekend, so I was just trying a couple of experiments. No daily plan, just to see how that worked. And also not do my morning routine, just to see how I felt about not doing it. And interestingly enough, the morning routine has become more of a habit because it felt uncomfortable not doing it in the same way as not cleaning your teeth in the morning would feel uncomfortable. And the other thing about not having a plan is just following this approach of less is more. My inclination, even at the weekends, is to throw myself into work because I've, I'm just so driven. But I've realised that through my own personal experiences and also through the research I'm doing at the moment, that extended effort without a break is actually inefficient and the productivity goes down. So I was just exp uh, experimenting with that. So that's been the week. Now it's been a very, very interesting week. And one of the things I've done, which I won't share in this episode, but I'll share in probably an episode this week, is I tracked everything I did last week, minute by minute. And it's been very interesting looking at the data as I've analysed it to work out where I've spent my time. And it's been eye-opening to say the least. So I'm going to talk about that in another episode. So that's this week and uh, I hope that has been of value to you and until tomorrow.